Mom Save America is presented by Integration Partners, a nationwide network integrator specializing in cloud and security solutions. Integration Partners, what's possible? Mom Save America is also presented by Plain Chain Designs, a bespoke graphic design artist specializing in business card flyer invitation. I think she's actually doing some Christmas cards, of which I did not do this year. Okay, because no Christmas I w- card. You, you're not doing it? It didn't happen. <gasps> I know. Because our Christmas card just display is so pathetic. Pathetic. I've gotten like four. I have two. I have two cards. And the kids are like, maybe Christmas cards aren't a thing anymore. No. Like, well, no one really has any photos from 2020. It's not that we... Uh, I don't know actually what happened. We just... And Gracie said to me the other day, all of our traditions are gone. Nothing's happening. Oh, We're that's not doing, so yeah. sad. So we can't go to, probably not going to church. Yeah. Where nobody's coming. We can't go for Chinese food for Christmas Eve because our Chinese food place never opened back up again. And, that is really and, sad. And she's like, and you didn't do a Christmas card. I'm like, don't blame me, kids, because I said... If we want to get together and go outside and you know take a picture, we can. But no one was really up for it. So 2021, it's going to be the year. I, I I'm I was kind of like ready to be done with the Christmas card last year, anyways. And Emmy was the one who forced the issue. She got everybody out, did the Christmas card, and said, "This is the one we're using." So. You know why I continue to do the Christmas card? Because I swear to God, it's my kids' favorite. Thing at holiday time, they'll come into the house. Any mail today? Like oh, I getting know. other people's but, Christmas cards. They love it. And you don't worry necessarily. I guess I could have pulled individual pictures of each of them. That's what I did. I I didn't have a group shot this year. I just pulled individual photos. Yeah, I, I'm too lazy to do that. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get on with it. We'll be right back with our show. Hello, welcome to Mom Save America. I am Tina Graff. I'm Carrie Lucas. We are a podcast dedicated to mom templating everything that sparks controversy, creates parenting challenges, makes us go what the fuck. And today on the podcast, we're going to be doing some mom shares in general, newsworthy topics. I miss having a crowd. I miss the Zoom. Yeah, we're alone. Called in. Yeah, yeah, we're alone today. Why don't we kick it off with the wine lady? I don't even know what you're talking you're, about. You, of course you know what I'm talking about. The wine lady, the Ju- Rudy Giuliani's lady. Oh, the blonde. The blonde. Yes. Okay. Well, you had to get, you gave me no context. I thought the wine lady was the lady that was at your house no, selling wine. No. I, I don't actually know why they're, she's calling, they're calling her the wine lady. Because, because they she, said she's like trashed off of wine. <laughs> she could have been trashed off of anything. Was, oh, what'd you guys do to it? You guys fix the books. Okay, let me just say, I I know that person. I know the exact person. Okay, I hope it's not me because no. it could be on any given day. It's amazing how much I was like, oh my god, I can't say the name. I but know those people. You know, she has prior a prior conviction. The only thing that I no, I didn't know that. I saw that um, her pr- profession is an actress. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so she's like, that's her her job is. That makes it even better. Right. I mean, I'm sure she's an unemployed actress, but... Well, when you dig deeper into her past, apparently... Well, no, she was convicted and served out probation for sending sex tapes of her and her husband to her husband's ex-wife. Oh, so she's a whack job. Whack job. And that's a legal use of what's the uh, first degree obscenity. 
after she sent out sex tapes of her and her husband to his ex-wife, she says that... Is she still married? Yeah, I guess okay. she's still married. She says that the husband took her phone and did it, and that's why she got caught, because it was off of her phone, and she's like, I, I just took the blame for it. <laughs> he was sending, supposedly. But I, I, Let me say for the record right now, if my husband took oh. my phone and sent a video of, God forbid, the two of us having sex to anyone, we would no longer be married. I certainly wouldn't take the blame for it. Are you kidding me? So unbeknownst to her, she was videotaped and sent across Wi-Fi? I I don't know. The bottom line is... That's insane. She's been... She's not credible. Well, she's mentally ill, yes. She's not credible. She's a not a credible witness, for sure. And on top of everything else, Rudy has COVID. COVID yeah. And he had COVID at... Probably had COVID at the time. And he asked the other lady to remove her mask oh, while she testified. She was petrified. Did yeah. you look at... She but was, she didn't take the mask off. No, she didn't. Thank goodness. But wow, I don't have any sympathy for her either. No, I don't... I mean, seriously. She said, I think all Chinese people look alike. So how do you know no, that Indian person That wasn't like? the same person. Oh, I don't know who you're talking there about. There was a litany of people that came through the... It was the Michigan election hearing the michigan state uh state attorney or something like that she was on cnn she's like seriously this is where we're at where a state election hearing is now fodder for snl because and what a waste of money and oh, time no the, the indian woman yes. said i know you guys think all indians look alike i have personally think all chinese, chinese people yes. look alike what she wasn't even. She didn't even make the SNL skip because I think they had too much. Infra- yeah, too, too much material. Too much material. I know it's disgusting. I don't even know what's happening. What do you think? Do you think it, it could take anyone to die for Trump to even? Oh, he no, it he doesn't, doesn't care if he, somebody dies. No, I told you they yeah. did have a death. Herman Cain. I, I know, called but, him Ben Carson, but he, so it's Herman Cain. <laughs> right. He died. Herman Cain wasn't that close to him, though. He was a Trump supporter. He was at the rallies. Yeah. He doesn't care. No, he It doesn't. wasn't even mentioned. That's true. Um, and all the sweating. I mean, we talked about the sweating with Giuliani last time about that. Was she sweating? No, he's sweating. Yeah. He's wiping his brow and he then touching them on their shoulder. Yeah. Stay away. Oh, my God. He's so gross. I'm, Seriously, talk about bodily fluids. Yeah, yeah, from every orifice. And then the fart. I mean, we talked about the fart heard around the world a few podcasts like a year ago. I forget who farted. I don't Do you remember. remember? Yeah, it was like Chris, not Chris Wallace. We thought we yeah. saying it was Chris <laughs> And Wallace. I was calling him the wrong name the whole time. But yeah, Chris I Matthews, like, I don't know who it was. Is this fart like a fake? But no, I don't think it was because they were making jokes that like maybe he trans whatever send COVID out like through gases through his butt or something i don't know is there a grosser person is there a grosser person is there a more uh inept group of people right leading like, come this on. charge and why how are you not embarrassed to be part of the group yeah i i, I don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna chalk it up to age that's what I'm going to talk about. Well, I mean, the age is the farting thing. He can't even hold it in. But that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, that <laughs> whole age group of people, they excuse a lot of behavior within their own group. Listen, I just had this conversation about aging and doing things that are not okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We are getting old. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't like it. it. It's funny you say that because I was like 
talking at work the other day saying, you know, oh, 50 was fine. I was like, yeah, this is fine. Now rolling into 51, this is not so fine anymore. Well, it, there's things that happen. Yeah. And anyways, I'm, I'm not even going to get into the old thing, but let's move on. How do you feel about um, the new trend of velvet nails? That's the new uh, trend. I don't even know this is a trend. Yes. I don't think I like that. Velvet Does nail it polish? Feel fuzzy? I have no idea. It's out there. Velvet nails. I'm just throwing it out there, people. I don't think I. I don't think I like the sound of that. Oh. Plus, what kind of chemicals is that and everything? I don't know. How do you, what do you do when you're washing dishes? What happens? Does it get soggy? It must just be the appearance of velvet. It's all over TikTok. Velvet nails. Oh, I think I need more. I research. Like I said before, my TikTok feed is not great. All right. Well, listen. Let's. Speaking of TikTok, mm-hmm. this is where I learned that break dancing is going to become an Olympic sport. Saw that. In- infuriated. Oh my god, I love it. Infuriated. Why? There's so many other things that could be in there. Like crafting. Listen. Oh I no, think- no, no. You you yes. just took a turn. No, listen. This is what Okay, or it could be my new show. You give when you sent me that TikTok, you give a woman or you give a, anybody 10 minutes to go into the woods and find yes. all the materials they need to make the holiday wreath. No, and no, that's a good best. show for sure. Like, go find your own supplies, meet back in an hour, right. see what you can create. In the woods. It has to yes. be nature's resources. Yeah, yeah. But I, I said Tina a TikTok of, um, is this anyone else's mom? And it was this woman foraging, foraging through the woods for um, Christmas decorations. And I knew that, that Tina that, was hiking that day looking for some sticks, sticks to make a wreath. So. It was my hoop of dreams yes. that never made it to the... There's the still time. There's it's still only time. December Listen, 9th. I'm all done with my Christmas decorations already. Yeah. Put them up too early. Too early. Now you're ready for them to come down. But back to break dancing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad idea that we kind of allow athleticism in other areas to be recognized. No, no. I, listen, I think it's great. I think you get into a sticky situation with stuff like that. Oh, on. right, because it's, it's just, objective. Yeah, like... Well, so is ice skating. But there are certain skills that they have to... And there'll be certain skills in breakdancing. You have to do your twist and your hand... I guess. Thing. I don't know enough don't about know. it. But and if you fall on your face, that's an well, error. I'll say this. It'll be an exciting sport to watch, for sure. Much more exciting than... It is it summer or winter? I think it's going to be... I don't know, actually. I don't even know if when the Olympics are coming back. I, I heard that they were going to happen, but maybe that's... I don't know. Speaking of sports, Carrie sent me an Instagram post about a girl. Where's her name? Sarah Fuller. She is on the women's soccer team for Vanderbilt, and she was just named as a place kicker for the Vanderbilt football team. Exciting, et cetera. Mm -hmm. The social media hate that she got from this was so disgusting i sent the thing to my family and i said we we, will be discussing this at dinner tonight because i want to know especially from my 17 year old son like how do you feel about this a girl soccer player gets put on the football team as the place kicker he turned to me he's like is she good and i said did you read the damn he's like oh no i didn't look at the i go henry they were saying things like gang bang in the locker room yeah and uh, yeah, and like, oh, I hope she hope she takes a hit. Just things where you're like, oh, I don't even know why a shitty person would say any of these things. But it was, um, knock her off her cleats. Can't quit laughing. I hope she made the team cookies. Any leaked nudes. Hope she gets tackled. Hope she gets creamed. Hope someone cleans her clock. So my, my question to my kids, more so for Henry, as a approaching college kid playing football, does this affect your masculinity? Do, are you 
uh, feeling threatened right. that they're going to take a position? Like, what is it? Because that's based out of hate and fear. I think it's I think it's exactly what you just said along the lines of women's lib type thing. Like, I can play anything. I can do anything a man can do. First of all, they had worn out all their resources of possible Place men slash boys to put in that spot. And they had none. And, and she was on the soccer team and was a great kicker. So they pulled her in. This isn't something that she had practiced her whole life for, was petitioning for. Even if it is, right. that's still okay. Right. But she was filling a spot that was vacant that no one else could fill. And the hate was so ugly. But I find that, don't you find that like a lot for women's sports because I was thinking about this when this came out like the whole thing with Serena Williams mm-hmm. when she got penalized in the tennis tournament for speaking back to the ref you're kidding you're God kidding. forbid right. right do we remember what's his face McEnroe um, McEnroe it right. was part of theater it was part of the game it was almost exciting to see him spaz out and yell at the ref and then here this woman tries to do it and she's immediately shut down It's just bizarre to me. The double standard, absolutely. But what's more painful to me to think about is secretly these people, whoever they are, because I I don't know, that are in their little basements or wherever on their computer thinking such mean, hateful Hateful things things to send out, knowing that it's public. Well, it's kind of like they say that with, like, the celebrities, too. It's like the trolls of the Internet. Like, these people are sitting in their basement, terribly unhappy, miserable with their own lives. Probably couldn't kick a freaking of course beach not. ball. Right. And and are, love the an- anonymity of going online and talking shit about somebody. But I also think, but I also worry, too, that it gets part of a group of haters kind of thing and you're in the locker room and the and other boys are talking and they just kind of group together that's yeah. what i was trying to well talk i to think that does happen a my lot kids about yeah. like i go henry if you heard somebody talking about her in the locker room like tell me you would say something like shut the fuck up like what well you- i too feel like the, the kids themselves would probably very much be like what the fuck like i don't think that that's you know, I mean, we've had uh, uh, Westford played somebody that had a girl on their football team and everything, and it was really kind of looked at as very cool. And I think the kids have a much better grasp on it than these crazy people, idiotic people. Yeah. And can you imagine, too, like if that's your daughter and you're going to the game, like, first of all, you're fearful for her anyways, because right. it is a dangerous right. sport. And then to see such hateful things posted about, we're in a weird time well social media is a a weird thing to have so visible to everybody's ugliness Mm -hmm. you know it's like to know it so clearly or to have it expressed so clearly just bums that bums me out and it seems like any type of joy or accomplishment by somebody else is always met with like negativity on social media shit on and it's just it's bizarre to me and speaking of women getting shit on over the holidays we play a lot of monopoly in this house Mm -hmm. did you know and i know this is so fucking random but a woman patented and invented Monopoly in 1903 and got nowhere with it because no one took her seriously and it was stolen in in the 1930s by a fucking man playing the game in somebody's uh, parlor and he took it and was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm going to sell it to Parker Brothers, made millions of it. And somebody said to him like, 
how did you invent this game? He's like, oh, it was just, you know, came to me. I don't know what sitcom I was just recently just watching, like, but the they were talking about this exact thing. Monopoly? No, it wasn't Monopoly, but it was like about having an idea. Like it was a woman in, in a boardroom type thing. And she, I forget what it was, but she would be like, hey, I, I think Wait. we should do this. And then somebody would else would be like, and it would go, you know, yeah. totally ignored. And then somebody else would be like, what about it? Say the same other thing and be like, oh, great idea, Jim, whatever. Like every idea she said was just like, as if she was just not even heard at all. It's just so infuriating and predictable, I guess. But Lizzie Maggie or Magi, she invented Monopoly and it was called the Landlord's Game which was mm -hmm. interesting, and she was, like, trying to peddle it in the turn of the century, but as a woman, she couldn't get yeah, anywhere. Yeah, of course not. yeah. Anyways. Well, that's why we're going to keep... Mom Save America. ...pushing through. Um, all right, right, so the main mom-templating thing that I wanted to talk about today was Olivia Jade, okay? Yes, okay. Thrilled to talk about this. Yeah. She's going to be on the red table mm -hmm. soon. Which I guess now is where you go when you have a terrible sin to confess to. That seems to be the spot. I've never really sat and watched an episode of it. because I, I have. Let me ask you a couple questions about it. All right, so everybody knows who Olivia Jade is. She is the one of the daughters mm -hmm. of Massimo, whatever. Yeah, and Lori Loughlin. Yeah. They've begun their sentences. Lori has one month, right? Or, and he has five or two, five, whatever. No, she, she's got like two. He has five. Yeah, and they've got a combined penalty of uh, like $400,000 mm -hmm. in fines. She's finally speaking out, and she decides to speak out on the red table. What do you think about the venue? Why she decides this is where she's going to go and speak out? Like I said, I think it is the new spot where you go. First but of all, why? there is no other format right now. where There is no Oprah Winfrey right now. There is no talk show that you go on right now and you're the only sole guest. Right for the hour. Or for oh, however long you want to take. So it could be more than an hour. It could be less than an hour. Right. It's like kind of like this it's just an open yeah. format right you can't do ellen you can't do the view because you get like 30 seconds yeah okay. i think um that's true i'm sure some i don't know this to be true okay but i'm sure some way socially the families could potentially be interconnected so i feel like there's maybe a sense of trust there okay it's become a very um safe spot they do like a lot of psychoanalysis like t i don't know if they're certified. educated certified <laughs> in this but there seems to be a lot of understanding and a lot of room for growth within there confessing your sins yes or whatever okay. and there's no we'll be right back or anything like you know what right, i mean they don't it's, have to have commercials yeah so it becomes a very free-flowing conversation interesting okay do you think that she knew what was going on with her parents do you think she i think this is gonna be one of the questions like did she know what was happening or did she just think she got into well school? so i i haven't seen the episode yet i think it aired today at noontime oh i didn't even know if it um, aired yet but they were showing some clips on it morning shows this morning here's what's sort of bothering me Felicity Huffman's daughter isn't being well, sent to the red table to, to confess. Okay, that's, these that was the other part of my questions that I had for you about this. Yeah, well, that's sort of my thought. Like, these are sins of the parents, whether the kids knew about it or not. 
the parents are the ones that ultimately made this mistake. And she clearly confessed in the beginning, I I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want any of this. Like, she did not want to go to college, nor did she she need to go to college. I, I disagree with you. She said she wanted to go for the environment. She wanted to go for the parties. She wanted all the fun stuff about school, but she didn't actually want to go to school. But that is what a 19-year-old girl does want to do. No, 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 that's not true. That's not what, that's what some shallow and materialistic 19-year-old girls want to do. But a large, but a large majority of them. I think a lot of 19-year-old girls are dying to go to a good school to get a good education to make their way in the world. Of course, but she already made her way. She was a multimillionaire on her own, by the way, without her oh, parents' oh, money. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, yes, it's, Tina. No. Uh, we are on opposing sides yes. of this because I am on Olivia Jade's side. She has is is the epitome of white privilege, Carrie. Okay, but she does address that on the on the red table. So on the red table. She has even a platform with all her beautiful makeup and whatever else she has her clothes to get on as be an Instagram model is because her parents are fucking rich. Okay, but there's a lot of other I'm not saying she rich didn't work kids hard. that didn't do anything that didn't make their own money that just i'm not saying she's she not, at least took an initiative she I, at least had a channel she set it up i am not she saying, was working with advertisers she had a mac cosmetic line coming out granted all of this came because she started on third base like you like to say i get that but she did do something with it okay i'm not saying she's not la- she's not she's a lazy piece of crap i'm not that's not what i'm saying right now it this is what it appears to me that she's completely opportunistic going on. And I had the, I had in my head I'm like, I wanted to ask you this question. Is she brave or is she opportunistic at this Well, I definitely moment? don't think it's brave. I mean Well, she's she, going up against like a bunch of black women that are gonna ask her some tough questions about Well, that is the clip that I saw. Um, first of all, if we could talk about Jada Pinkett Smith's mother for a minute. I don't know what she's eating, what oh, vitamins she's God, taking. I, she, she's aging backwards. She looks younger than Jada. Jada Pinkett. I was like, at first I thought it was Jada Pinkett when they showed her, and then they showed... What is it? Jada. She, I, I don't know, but she is gorgeous. But she that is her first question. Do you see why somebody like me would be angry at somebody like you? Do you see the white privilege in this? It's a very short clip that I saw, but she says, you know, yes. Listen, I don't think it's brave. I think she was nervous to go on, but I think if she ever wishes to have the kind of career that she was on her way to having, this is a step. She needed to do this. Needs to. I know she's spoiled. I know it's privilege. I know all those things, but she was working. I just sometimes feel like these girls, I'm not saying that having a career in fashion or modeling or makeup or everything is, isn't, I'm not downing that at all. I just sometimes think that it is all superficial. Of course. And But there's a whole industry based off no, of that. I, I understand. And I just, I'm wondering if this is just another ploy in the movement to get herself back in good graces and I, I don't know absolutely yeah I, I mean there's no doubt in my mind about that I'm still on her side so but you have I, compassion for her yeah absolutely I do listen yeah I think she's a terribly privileged child but I, I don't think the punishment is like even hit anything I mean I think that they've gone through some for the stuff. parents 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I feel as though... I feel like that's the country we live in. That's... I mean, that's part of, you know, capitalism versus socialism and all of that. Like, yeah, of course she started way ahead of the game. And, of course, we all know kids or wealthy people who have gotten into universities long before any of this happened that probably didn't have the grades or anything like that. It's been going on since the beginning of time. I mean, my God, our president has four unqualified relatives working in the White House as we speak. Of course that happens in the world we live in. Like you said earlier, Felicity Huffman's daughter or kids aren't trying to capitalize on the situation and i get that this situation is she's while she's trying to claim redemption and being sorry she's also at the same time capitalizing on it and i i it just feels weird and icky to me at the moment maybe it's well i think soon. first we'll we'll watch the red table yeah we'll review. and maybe your opinion will change uh, yeah it's possible the Red Table is a great show, by the way. I, I wish it was on something that I would actually, like, why mm-hmm. don't they put it on Netflix or something? I don't know. I like, mean, it could definitely be picked up. I think they like their format, and they don't care that they're not, like... How do you... I mean, I can edit this part, but how do you actually The watch ones it? that I've watched, I've watched through YouTube. So they've been, like, already posted on... Okay, so... Their, I've never gone to the Facebook thing. So you just to go to YouTube it. and find the Red Table. I Google it, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, that's easy enough. Yeah. I'm interested to see and feel how she comes across in her remorsefulness and her ability to to defend her parents, yet also recognize what her parents did and listen to Jada Pinkett Smith's mom give her a talking to. Challenge her. Because honestly, my cousin a long time ago, who's a child psychologist, told me something about how you you live in your own world, right? And, And as a kid, there's no way for your brain to comprehend anything outside of that for the longest time, Mm -hmm. even if you're told, like even if you're shown pictures, as a kid, you just know what you know. Mm -hmm. And until you go out into the world and start to experience how the other half lives, you can't process it truly, Mm -hmm. which means you can't have good empathy. You just don't, you don't know. Even if they tell her how it must feel to them, is it really going to sink in until she has to like, well, I do think that now. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I can't hear what you're saying, but I feel like um, understand me. their sort of universe came crumbling down. They were exposed and they lost I get that. a lot of things where they could have that realization of, oh, shit, yeah, that this was a huge mistake. I didn't know how lucky I was, and now all these things are lost to me. And I do think that there is a way that she can have an understanding of that now. I find her actually really likable. What about the other one? There's two daughters, right? Yeah, I don't know what the other one's name is, and she doesn't have a YouTube channel, okay. so I've never followed her. But yeah. I do find Olivia Jade. What is likable, likable. about her? She's a pretty she's girl. Interesting. I don't know. <laughs> what could she possibly say I that's find interesting? Her interesting. I, I do. Well, first of all, I do know girls like her, and I do find them amusing and sort of entertaining in their own little way. Yeah, do I know a lot of it's like folly and silly and all that? Yeah, but they're still hilarious I, people. I, you're right. I just, I hope they don't go down the path of Melissa Carone here. True, the but I, yeah, I mean, I find her really kind of charismatic and I like her. I'm sorry. I know. The jury's out for me. I'm, I am going to watch it because I am fascinated 
on how she handles. I'm not a huge fan of the parents. I I really respect the way early on um, Felicity has Felicity, and I know it was a much lesser charge. So okay, that might be easier to swallow. But to just say, I did it. Yeah, I did it, and I'm not getting away with it. So I'm going to move on. I don't like how oh they dragged they dragged thing. it out, yeah. really hoping that eventually they would just be monetarily penalized or something. But that's the point. They held on to that in a Trumpian way. I didn't, you know, we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't know that that was what was happening. Give me a goddamn break. You knew exactly what was going on. Just fess up about it. Well, and too, yeah, I wouldn't want to go to jail either. But then there's a lesson in that too, like... As far as teaching your children. Right. Like, yes, Felicity Huffman sort of swallowed her pill and was like, I made a mistake and you have to be punished for it and then I'll move on with my life. And I saw that she's on some new yeah. um, Netflix series, com- series coming out, so that's exciting. And, and people can forgive that a lot quicker. Right. And maybe that's my problem is like I look at her and you can't be that dissimilar from the two people who gave birth to you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not true. I don't know. Apple doesn't fall. I'm going to take great offense to that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I am responsible for my kids' actions. Mm -hmm. I really am. Because if they are acting like assholes, I did something wrong. Mm -hmm. Whenever they... It's just how it goes. I mean, at some point, yeah, you're... You know, they go out into the world, but... While they're under your roof, you're kind of responsible for what they're doing. Well, that's not as much different ba- than I think, but oh, I, know I was watching a, um, something about dog training because our our dog bit our other dog yesterday. What it was happened? A disaster. This is a mom share that we should have had at the beginning, which I didn't but ask But the point her. is, that, so then I immediately go Wait, on dog okay. training videos to figure out what's who going on. Who bit who? Start from the beginning. The French bulldog Roo? bit our oldest, feeblest, weakest, sweetest little dog. This is terrible news. Yeah, and he was bleeding <gasps> in his ear, and yeah. So I immediately go on all these, you know, blogs, dog training things, and they said, it, any behavior that your dog displays is a direct result of only you. Animals only want to please. So you are doing something not right. So what what are you going to do? And I don't know how we got into this. Well, it, it's because you were talking about children are oh, yes. a direct result of their parents, and I was relating it to... That's not to say that some dogs aren't easier than other dogs, some children aren't easier yes. than other children. But we've gotten a difficult one, so it's our job yeah. to make that dog feel secure enough. It's like Super Nanny. Yes. When, when the kids watch Super Nanny, and they're like, how do they not know the parents to deal with these kids? And I'm like, oh my God, kids. But also, kids, because it's so tiring it's it's tiring and you love loving is a difficult thing Mm -hmm. loving requires hard things that don't seem to relate to love Mm -hmm. and it's a very and it's just much easier to give the love than it is the discipline and and, and you think giving love is giving in when Mm -hmm. actually not is withholding certain things is giving love but it's the delayed gratification of it which is difficult to explain Well, and also along those lines of, you know, children are a result of their parents. There are these two kids at my school. They're just so lovely. They're liked by the other kids Mm -hmm. and well-mannered and respectful and... But not in the... Not in an annoying way and kind. They're twins. Not in the So they're just like super kind to each other. And I was watching them eat today (laughs) and one went to talk 
and he put his hand in front of his mouth because he had he was chewing. food in his mouth. Yeah. So he's and I mean these are of course he these are human skills, but we're talking about you know a nine year old. Yeah, okay, so this is a big a big skill. And I was thinking as I'm looking at them. I wish I knew who their parents were. Like, yeah. I can tell from looking at them that they come from, like, a confident, mm-hmm. loving, supportive home. But not over-loving, because right. there's a lot of those in the classroom, too. Like, right. Yeah, just, it was, they're just lovely people. And you know they're a direct result yeah. of Yeah, you're like, parents. get those people to write an essay about yeah. what they're doing. What are they doing at home? Yeah. I, I don't know. But but it's tiring, people. We know it's tiring. You can't give in. That's when but you can't give in. sometimes you only got an hour to get your shopping well, done. Well, that's the problem. It's very, yeah. it's difficult. Um, last thing I want to talk about is, I had read the book this summer from, or whenever it came out, Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights, mm-hmm. right? We never ended up talking about it, but he's back in the news right now talking about how arrogant liberals need to start coming into the middle to understand the other side. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, huh, this was a, this is an interesting, like, he's a Texan. I don't know if he's liberal or, or conservative, but he comes from a very conservative place. It would seem that he would be very conservative, yet you kind of get this... You get a very liberal vibe yeah, from him. Yeah, you get this yeah. dippy vibe, and there was like... Maybe he is in the middle, and maybe that's his point. Listen, my friends, we, we need to come in the middle so we can all fit in. I honestly think he was talking directly to me. <laughs> Stop with the condescending, yeah. know-it-all mm-hmm. attitude and meet in the middle. Listen, I get that. I, I, well, first of all, we've been saying, and your husband said it on the last podcast, there has to be an independent middle-of-the-road party somewhere in our nation's history mm-hmm. because the sides are getting farther and farther yeah. apart. So, But that's just the loudmouth sides. That's not really true about no, America no. as a whole. No, I know it's not true as America as a whole, but it's true in the governing body. Yeah. You have AOC yeah. who, and and you have Mitch McConnell. I mean, yeah. we have very different approaches to things. Matthew McConaughey was basically saying the problem with the liberals is they get this arrogant attitude that they're smarter and that makes them better. Okay, can I tell you what I'm taking from this, yes, though? Yes. Because you've just threw AOC in the mix here. I, I, it's almost like the sports analogy and everything that you were just talking about. You're telling me that the far right people aren't arrogant and loud and idiots and bossy, too? Why is it time for the liberals to come on over into the center? Why isn't he saying both sides need to come? Because guess what? The other side's just as arrogant. The article was him talking to uh, Russell Brand. He was pointing out the liberal arrogance, not necessarily the conservative arrogance. So, Which there's a lot of, of as well. Well, there's a lot of conservative, I don't even know if you want to call it arrogance. I think it's like hubris. Like it's conservative privilege. It's conservative, it's boisterous. It's like in your face kind of stuff versus liberals come with their facts. That's my point. Why are, they, why are the conservatives Yeah, why not, can't they come they with their facts do. and their Ivy League education and say, what you're saying isn't making sense. Why can't they do those things? I, I feel like it's almost like a if you were going to do male female to it. Like right. I feel like it's almost like well, okay. The point male I guess, female coworkers talking, yes. and you're saying to the female, you're you're going to have to lower your voice and I'm calm talking, down a I'm little speaking, bit, Mr. Pat. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to be included in this conversation, I'm speaking. I took it as him just trying to bridge a gap. Yep. Because I do feel but he's like bridging a gap by saying liberal arrogance, which isn't really bridging a gap. That's very true. It's condescending and rude. Let me just read you what he said. 
Brand, the British comedian, asked McConaughey if he noticed a condemnation and criticism of what I might describe ordinary working people, a kind of offhandedness, like, oh, they're dumb, they're voting for Brexit, or they're voting for Trump. I don't like it, and I don't like to hear it, Brand said. McConaughey agreed. He said, there's a lot of people on the liberal left that absolutely condescend, patronize, and are arrogant towards the other 50%. I'm sure you saw it in our industry when Trump was voted in four years ago, McConaughey continued. They were in denial that that was real. Some of them were in absolute denial. And now the Lincoln lawyer star asserted the left shouldn't expect Trump voters to expect President-elect Joe Biden's victory. Looks like Biden's our guy, McConaughey said. Now you got the right that's in denial because their side has fake news. And I understand they've been fed fake news. No one knows what the hell to believe, right? So they're putting down their last bastion of defense. McConaughey, a native Texan who shot down reports he was running for governor, doesn't seem to have disclosure his party affiliation late, but he insisted a science-based back-centrist approach would heal, help heal the rift. I want to say I'll meet you in the middle, he told Bran, and I actually think that's more of a dare than it's ever been before. Let's aggressively be centrist, he said, refraining, reframing it as a dare that could appeal to the right. So I don't know if he... Well, and also, that's a that's, twist on what he actually that's said. That's a twist on what he actually said. That's the. That's so I apologize, Matthew, but no. they've used your words against you. Because I feel like he probably is for in the middle, but he's, he's like a pot-smoking hippie right, hippie. Right, right. Who wants his gun and free land. So well, he's caught in the I, middle. I don't know if he's got a gun owner, but I don't whatever. either, but I mean, he's coming yeah. from Texas. I'm making, I'm making a... Assumption. Stereotypical assumption. The overall point of the article... If you read the article, not just the, t- the headline, is that it, we have more in common than we mm-hmm. all recognize, but we don't listen to each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm still in the I'm not listening stage because I, I'm up the other well, side. Well, we just got to get through January. And then- right, because we're still in this such a fight mode of things. And you know what? The media is part of the problem. The media is part of the problem. But also, too, what's really bothering me right now, and this is not a, a you know profound statement by any means the republicans that are not coming forward and going come on this is destroying our democracy and and we need to move on from this and let's band together as a republican group of you know senators and congressmen and say we're not going to take this anymore and but no because he's raising millions of dollars for them and they don't care the husband of kelly loffler the senator from georgia who's in the runoff yes Mm-hmm. You know, the husband donated a million dollars to Trump's campaign. The husband, mind you, is the head of the New York Stock Exchange. And once that money was donated, the Supreme Court decided to drop charges of insider trading against the wife. She basically did exactly what Martha Stewart did. Mm-hmm. The two Democrats are, are really trying to bring this to light to say, hey, guys, even if you like their policies, they're still they still committed a criminal yeah. act. Yes, they weren't charged for it, but Martha Stewart went to goddamn jail for this. Right. L- not even the same thing. Right. And these people did it based on COVID, based on the fact that they knew that right. They had information that the president didn't give out to the rest of the world. Right. Seriously. No. It's it's still going to be an us versus them thing until we can figure out. How to bridge the gap. And unless Biden, sorry, really does put a few serious Republicans in positions Mm -hmm. of power, we'll have to see. I I just feel like we have to, I know that there's a bigger problem beyond Trump, but I just feel like 
they need to get rid of him as their um, mascot figurehead, yeah. yeah, for their political organization and Something. stop using him to fundraise and everything right. else. All right. Well, with that said, um, we're going to wrap things up. Again, thank you guys all so much for listening. We appreciate it. Next week, we'll give an update on the Red Table Talk from Olivia Jade. We'll yes. Go, we'll go watch that tonight and do a recap I'm hoping Tina changes her mind. On Olivia. I probably won't. <laughs> you, uh, you don't know that. No, that's true. It's such an arrogant thing for me to say. Have you and Emmy watch it? Emmy has enough superficial people that she... I, she knows who Olivia Jade is. I don't need to tell her not to watch her or, you know, to follow her. I just... I want her to follow this 15-year-old goddamn scientist who's inventing things instead of... Uh, listen, I love makeup, too. I, I love good hair, but... It's just so so much superficialness. Just okay. We're gonna watch. We're gonna watch. And we're gonna get. We're gonna get. I am not saying she's probably a lovely person, but go build homes in Haiti for a sure a, a month. Sure. See how really how the other people live. Listen, if she wants to fix her image, she should go do something. Like I that. know. She should yeah. really investigate. Yeah, take what, a year off. Because she can't understand it until she actually lives yeah. in it. And I worry about my kids that they don't understand mm-hmm. what it means, that all of this stuff that they have and that they can't quite grasp, they won't until they leave my house and realize, shit, I can't pay for gas. Yes. Good luck. That's it. All right. Okay. Thanks. We're out of here. Bye, Wilty. Bye, Wilty. Bye, Golden Boys. Bye, Jen. Jen. Bye, Jen. Listens to us. She's one of our biggest fans. And we, <laughs> of the three. Of the three. But she has very detailed... And she always comments. But, she had a comment about the flow. Yeah, but she is. has detailed comments that you know she's listening. It's right. not a superficial comment. Right, right. It's a comment where she's got the info. Yeah. Back it up. So thanks, Jen. We appreciate it. All right, everybody. We're out of here. Bye. <laughs>